You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Ian, look at this. What, it's a police box. What on earth is he doing here? Hey, these things are usually on the street. I feel it. I feel it, you feel it. Faint vibration. It's alive. Earth Station Who, a fun mashup celebrating nearly 50 years of the Doctor Who universe. Hold tight, you never know where the TARDIS is going next. Hey there, Whovians, welcome to another episode of Earth Station Who. That's right, folks, we're getting closer to the 60th anniversary so we thought it'd be kind of fun to look back to something we haven't reviewed. And I think a couple of us are we're fearing that we would be reviewing this one. We're going back to the 30th anniversary of Doctor Who, back to the wild year of 1993. And we are looking at Dimensions in Time. For a minute there, I thought you were going to say we were doing Trial of a Time Lord. Oh, God, no. God, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. But we did get the Ronnie. We got some Yay. scene cameos of a lot of the doctors and a lot of the companions. And oh, God, it was a mess. All right, we'll get into that in a little bit. And we are joined, of course, by Mary Ogle. Hi, everybody. It is fantastic to be here. And Mr. Mike Gordon. Howdy. And we're joined by Kirby Bartlett Sloan. Welcome back, my friend. Who is that terrible woman? <laughs> Hi. Oh, God. That much memories. And it's like, I don't think I've seen this one probably in 25 years. And I can now re remember why I haven't seen it. <laughs> and it's it'll be interesting to talk about. But, you know, we got a lot to hit on tonight. So... We'd love to definitely would love to hear from you guys. Feedback at earthstationwho.com is the best way to get in touch with us. And of course, as we like to say, you know, if you get a chance, please check out our Facebook group. And wherever you're listening to this, like and subscribe. It's always the best thing you could do. And we would thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We really, really would. All right, Doctor Who News. There's actually for getting close to the specials, we still don't have a date, folks. You know, as of today, which is the fourth of October, you know they're going to announce it by the end of this week when this episode is <laughs> tomorrow. Live. Yeah, exactly. But you know, we're still hearing the rumors, and still sounds like it's going to be November eleventh on Saturday that that will go live. So it should be kind of cool to see if that's actually when it does happen. Uh, and, and we also know definitively that RTD said that none of them will air on November twenty third. No. None, yeah. exactly. none of them. <laughs> so they made it clear that the actual date of the anniversary, none of them will. Well, also, it's kind of you know here in the states, the twenty third is actually Thanksgiving. Yeah, this year. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you know, and it's a Thursday, so they usually don't do Doctor Who then. So you know, it'll be very interesting uh, to see. It, they ought to put a Doctor Who. Uh, Balloon in the Macy's parade or something. Yeah. <laughs> they should. <laughs> Sonic screwdriver. It would have to probably be Tom or David. Yeah. Or 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 Meep. Meep. 
or a TARDIS. Why is there a floating telephone box <laughs> where they can actually have a, you know, instead of a balloon, where they could have like they could have K9 as the balloon and then they can have, a flo- <laughs> uh, you know, a float underneath of it with all the different doctors who are still around. <laughs> they won't. They no, won't. no, no, no. It would be awesome. The yeah. canine would actually make a good balloon. Yes. Maybe, maybe if uh, maybe if it was going to air on Peacock, they might. But since it's going to be on Disney Plus, that's <laughs> that's right out. No, no, they're not going to do that. No, no, no. So good idea though. It was a good try. So, oh well. So I wonder if that means that they said none of them will air on the twenty third. I I don't know if that means that some of them will air before then. Like it would like. I, I would be nice if they would air before then, because I I think we're thinking that it's going to be sometime like soon, right? Yeah, um, probably with the if it's the eleventh, that's three weeks from actually yeah three weeks from this Saturday. Or yeah, so so you know we have you know that's coming up very very quick. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's kind of funny because we just passed the anniversary of Jody's last episode, which was the last new Doctor Who that we got. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've gone longer. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have. But it's just like, thank God we have a lot of content that we still need to talk about for the show. Yeah, that's a good thing. Oh, exactly. Well, actually... one, thing, one thing RTD said was that uh, there's never going to be these long gaps anymore. Start up. Well, that's why they've actually started filming season 15. Exactly. And everything, because, you know, they want to keep a constant schedule going. And that's pretty awesome. And I know they announced a couple of new writers. Mary, you were telling us about that before we went on. Yes. I'm very excited about this. Kate Heron and Brianne Redman are going to um, co-write an episode. And uh, the most exciting thing about that is Kate Heron was the executive producer and director for the entirety of the first season of Loki. Oh. She knows something about time and space. Yes. She knows something about time travel. <laughs> oh, very much so. so that is she, awesome. Yeah, she's experienced. I love the first season of Loki. So I am very excited about her coming on board. Well, have you been uh, watching the second season? I have not watched the second season yet. It's been fun. Episode, oh, yeah. episode three really amped it up. And everything. Yeah, I like to wait till all the episodes are out and then binge it. Well, I, think I didn't realize Loki episode three isn't... was out already. Yeah. But, uh, I watch on Fridays with uh, the Geek Daughter. So, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. No, it's it's interesting because yeah, it's we we watch it Thursday because we're usually busy on Wednesdays and such. So it's like we get to watch it on Thursday, and you know, I think it's only six episodes. Mm-hmm. So we're already well, they're, done. They're, they're they're not premiering until Thursday at nine, right? So you know we that's why we watch on Thursdays. So yeah. we, we oh, do it'd be difficult to watch it on Wednesday. Yeah, we, do, we do Quantum Leap and then we watch Loki after, which is perfect. Wow, You're like jumping all around. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, yeah. a good combination. <laughs> <laughs> so and the new season of Quantum Leap has just been awesome, also. But back to Doctor Who, um, we also have gotten some news that. Uh, we have, you know, you know, some controversy going on with the first episode of Doctor Who not streaming with the rest of 
the stuff the stuff that's been put out there for the iPlayer. Yeah, the very first. Episode. The very first episode. <laughs> which is, you know, it's the caveman episode, but <laughs> Yeah, well that that part was a little iffy, but the rest of it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Just, so. just the first episode or the, the first story? I think it's the first story. Okay. The four episodes. Yes. Yeah, the first story. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the so the question is, is it gonna be uh stay on BritBox? I, because I know that this, this is put, supposed to be just for the iPlayer mm-hmm. release, and it's on BritBox. It is. You can still see it if you have BritBox here in the States or anywhere else in the world that has BritBox. But, you know, you could still see, you know, an unearthly child in that storyline. But, you know, in the UK, the guy whose son, you know, is who's a real royal prick because... <laughs> And it's just, it's, it's a horrible story, truthfully, you know, cause he didn't want to have anything to do with his father and his father was the writer of the story. And he basically, um, didn't want to have anything to do with his dad, didn't want to do anything with Dr. Who until he realized he can get, make money off of it, of his father's estate. And it's pretty, you know, horrible. And like Mary, you were saying he tried doing this 10 years ago also. Yeah, he tried doing it before. And he I assume he's trying to hold out for money. Oh, of um, course he is. Yeah. He's just not releasing it to, to iPlayer. No, no, no. He says it's not about the money, oh, no, Mary and Mike. No, no, no. It's about the disrespect they are showing uh-huh. to his father. Right. Uh-huh. 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 It's all about the disrespect from the BBC. Uh, well, he he should certainly know what disrespect means. Yeah, no kidding. Big time. Big time, big time. Which, it's craziness. And I don't even want to mention this guy's name. He's such a scumbag. So, you know, I will keep my mouth shut on that part. On to good news, though. On to good news. Is we're getting a, basically a fourth special for Doctor Who for the 60th anniversary. But it's a documentary hosted by David Tennant. Yay. And it's going to be covering all 60 years. And Well, we hope we're getting it. Yeah, we, well, we, we're not sure we, if we're getting it. <laughs> we, as in our friends over in the UK, they are getting it. I'll, I'll bet we get it. Oh, I'm sure yeah, we will. It might I, I'm be after sure the anniversary. But. Yeah, I certainly hope I mean, that's the thing. They're not telling us anything. They're not mm-hmm. telling us when the specials are going to air. They're not telling us if we're going to get the, uh, I think they've renamed Doctor Who Confidential to uh, Doctor Who Unleashed. Is that correct? Yes. Um, yeah. So we don't know if we're getting those. We don't know if we're getting the, this new 60th anniversary documentary. We don't know if we're getting, we don't know what we're getting and <laughs> when we're getting it and anything about that. And If and, we're getting it. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, this is it. And, you know. Uh, I, I just feel like this is, this is completely against any sort of Disney marketing strategy I've ever seen. So I am surprised that, you know, I think we all thought that when Disney plus got the rights to distribute it here, at least in this country, and I think everywhere else, uh, outside of Britain, um, we thought that things would change, but clearly Nothing. I mean, with Russell and BBC are still calling the shots. Of course. 
Yeah. I mean, I was watching a college football game on ABC and they kept having commercials for Disney Plus and they had a lot of commercials for Loki. And I thought, God, this is like the perfect, you know, (laughs) slot to promo Doctor Who and and nothing. They can't do it because they don't have a date. Yeah, Yeah, they don't have. Yeah. At this point, 10 years ago, we already were able to get tickets to see the uh, the 50th in the theater. So that's true. That's actually, I remember that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I wish, I wish that they were doing something similar to that. Um, I recently, just to go off on a short tangent here, I recently had the opportunity to see uh, the season premiere of Bosch that's on Amazon prime on the big screen because that, you know, the theaters were allowing select theaters were doing that and also i know that disney plus did that for uh, some episodes of ahsoka where you could see those on the big screen as well you had that opportunity i know that in the past doctor who has been shown on the big screen as part of fathom events or whatever and it seems like with these uh, these 60th anniversary specials great opportunity to do that as well again nothing (laughs) it's just nothing and it just (laughs) man like i really thought that you know you went once Disney was involved and I know that they've got their own issues going on right now. So maybe that's part of it as well. But I really thought that a lot of this marketing stuff, uh, this accessibility would be, uh, would be taken care of, but it just seems like it's, it's just baffles me how, how inept it is. No. I mean, people, they just expect people to show up. I agree completely with that. <laughs> It doesn't even have like a Doctor Who coming soon page or something, which you would fully expect that it should. Sad as it is. No, nothing. I know. Nothing. nothing. Well, maybe something will pop up on the first. There are There is a rumor that something is going to happen on the first, but I mean, it's a rumor. So who knows? We live for rumors. <laughs> no. Oh, um, I did see some pictures of Christopher Eccleston, actually. He's going to be playing Scrooge. That's awesome. Yes. And it looks he looks great. Oh, uh, yeah, I can see that. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. I definitely think, you know, that personality, Scrooge all the way. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I definitely could see that. I, that. You know, that reminds me. I'm surprised that we've never gotten Tom Baker as Scrooge. Like that would be amazing. I don't know. I don't know how that never happened. I could also see Chris Christopher Eccleston, of course, but also Capaldi, definitely Capaldi. Oh yeah, he would be a good Scrooge. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. He has the eyebrows for it. Yeah. <laughs> Humbug. Yeah. <laughs> the others are just still too young. Exactly. <laughs> They're just big <laughs> <laughs> Capaldi's one year older than I am, so watch it with the age. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think all but I think all the new who ones are younger than me, so Oh yeah, me too. Except oh, yeah. for Peter. Except for Peter. So there you go. So cool. Um, yeah, so I think that's most of the Doctor Who news. And when we find out, you'll find out. And that's why we're, we're posting more news stories over in the Facebook group. We're also 
posting more memes. We're posting more fun stuff. You know, we're just trying to build community even more over there. So if you haven't joined in yet, please do. We actually closed the group, um, made it a private group instead of a public group, just because we were getting spammed in there and people were joining, you know, trying to sign up to it who were, you know, on Facebook for less than 12 hours. And yeah, stuff. it's been really bad lately. Mm -hmm. It's been, well, Facebook sucks, but yeah. They were probably trying to sell you uh, duck cleaning services. Oh, right. <laughs> God. No, we have some of these people, because I vet everybody who comes in there, and some of these people were like, you know, on their Facebook page, all you saw were, you know, ads for jewelry or ads for, you know, dresses and cleaning. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> decline. Thanks. Bye. Don't bother. <laughs> block, block this person. Yep. Thanks. Don't come back. So it's it's the fun things you, that you get to do with you know it gives me power that's what i want <laughs> i have control exactly did did we talk about the music the, oh, the new yeah. i was wondering that too i was thinking i was thinking surely we talked about the music the last time we that's why i didn't bring it up because i thought we did last time because we talked a lot about we talked about thing. it on facebook but i'm not sure we talked about it no, we got uh, Marie Gold's new theme. That's right. Awesome. It it's so is. Good. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, so good to have him back. Yes, and Shooty's theme and Ruby's theme. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, they're all on YouTube, everybody, if you didn't know. Yep, exactly. We'll put links up to it up on the show notes. But yeah, this is, the music is amazing. The theme is interesting because it sounds like a combination of all his different themes he did. For the new series so far. But we also only heard the, you know, the orchestral version they played live. We haven't actually heard with, you know, what he did in studio. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, so interested to see what the new titles are going to look like and how the mm -hmm. theme's going to work with them. Well, we know mm -hmm. what the logo looks like, at least. <laughs> we've, had <laughs> yeah. that, we've had that for a while. At least the one for the specials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's that, that logo is going to, carry on for shooties okay. i hope so that's that was my favorite logo from the good old days so oh mine too that was my first logo so it was just yeah. like definitely it's like call back yes thank you <laughs> you know that, that's my background screen on my phone too that logo oh, awesome <laughs> so yeah i think it's you know i think there's a lot of cool stuff you know I'm glad to have Murray Gold. And I know he said he's going to be there for through the 14th season. He didn't say anything past that. Oh, I hope he stays because, God, he, it's, oh, it was it's so like great a, to hear his music. It's a breath of fresh air. It really is. Yeah. And, you know, I don't have anything against the person who did Jody's Heroes music. Yeah, I can't even remember his name. No. <laughs> yeah, I just... He was the guy after Murray Gold. That's all. I yeah, guy. I have a feeling that he just did not get much direction at all, much like the writers no. <laughs> that, of that era. And they were, everyone was just sort of floundering, and and it, that comes across. Did you guys see the YouTube video with uh, with RTD Tribnal and Mark? Yes. What were your mm -hmm. thoughts on that? Oh, it, it was interesting. I'll, I I still have problems with chips, but but it was interesting to see how how well they 
get along with him. So sound understandable. Oh, they're get friends. They've been sometime. friends for a long time. Yeah, they, it's not like they, yeah. it was the first time they ever sat in the same room together. Right. <laughs> and so, yeah, no, it was fun to watch, and you know. I still cringed when I first saw Chibnall, but, you know, it was like, I thought you were buried somewhere in the corner, you know? <laughs> no, I'm sure, you know what? I'm sure Chris will get another show at some point and he'll just go on and this will just be another, you know, show that he did. Um, I, 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 I do think it's, you know, it's interesting. Those three n- know what they've been through something that very few people have. Yes, being torn apart on. <laughs> no, no. I don't know. No, a lot of us have been torn apart. I was going to say everybody's torn apart on social media, <laughs> but um, I mean, they, they, you know, they've had the keys to the kingdom, um, and uh, and they know everything that you know. We can only guess at at things, and we only hear things like you know that that it must be this way, it must be that way. We don't know, but we never know. And in some cases, we'll never know some of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. And those three, those those three guys know. Um, and uh, it's a uh, it's interesting that they have that sort of knowledge and experience, and 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 yet, so they have that in common. So there's, I, I'm not surprised there's a rapport between them. No, exactly. And it's almost it's a Doctor Who fraternity, and you know. And, only so many people have been showrunners on the series. They're all part yeah. of the exclusive club. And and of course Russell and, and Steven have had that that rapport for decades. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah. They, oh, I yeah. mean they I don't think one can post on Instagram without the other commenting on some in some cheeky way. Like they just they they are just uh they're just really funny. They're mm-hmm. like uh you know, two pepper pots or something like <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, and, uh, you know, I hope that, you know, obviously we have our thoughts about, uh, about Chibnall, but I mean, I hope there's some way, some small way, maybe that Steven can be involved going forward. Um, I, I'm a big fan of his work. I'm a big fan of his era. I know there were mistakes made. I, I fully admit that, but overall, I, I think he's been one of the best showrunners that we've had since new who's come back. And I, his, his, he's so ambitious and he has such great ideas that I can't believe they, I can't believe he doesn't have any. Well, there's certainly plenty of rumors going around. That, oh yeah. That, oh, that yes. He's going to write an episode, at least one for, sure, shoot, sure. for shooting, but I mean, nothing with all this talk about spinoffs and, and this, that, and the other, I mean, it would be great to have him take something and, and, and whether he developed or something new, and um and and just run with it for a little while, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we totally agree with that. And you know, we wish him the best. All joking aside, you know. So that's not an easy job. No, he can go to hell. <laughs> God. Wow. Okay, it took a dark. <laughs> and who had? 28 minutes into the show. Okay. So. Hey, I wasn't even the first one to bass Chibnall this episode. <laughs> so easy to do. I still remember that that uh, clip of Chibnall when he was, what, a teenager? And he's he's bashing uh, Pip and Jane. 
And uh, basically, to me, he made the same mistakes that Pip and Jane made. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. It sounds about right. Sadly enough. Are we going to call that the Pip and Jane curse? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> wow. Those who mock Pip and Jane will b- repeat them. Yes. <laughs> that explains the podcast so much now, you know? <laughs> wow. Yeah, better watch where I'm stepping. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Be very, very careful. You know, you might end up in dimensions in time. <laughs> Everybody else was in it. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Literally. All right, let's take a quick break. We will jump into Dimensions in Time when we come back. Hi, this is Jim Adams from Monster Attack inviting you to join us Every Monday night at 5 o'clock for an all-new episode of Monster Attack. For the last seven years, we've been talking about these wonderful movies that we grew up with as monster kids. So join us every Monday at 5 p.m. right here on the ESO Network. Welcome back. Now we are going back to the wonderful year 1993. It aired in two parts, the 26th and 27th of November. Beware those dates. And who in their right mind thought it would be a good idea to mix Doctor Who and EastEnders, you know? Yeah, just that whole thing is just bizarre. I don't know. I mean, it just seems like, uh, you know, they're two, two BBC um, standbys for the longest time. Now, granted, Doctor Who was kind of at a at a on a hiatus for a while, but oh yeah, um, I mean, those oh, are yeah. two of the most popular BBC shows that have ever existed. And is Eastenders still on? That is a good question. I think I, it I, is. I, I think it is. I know Coronation Street is, but I th- I think it is. Hmm. Uh, yes, it is. It, wow. uh, yeah, it, it started in 85 and it is still going on. The number well, of episodes is, when, when the... is 6,792. So <laughs> if you want to start from the beginning. No. <laughs> <laughs> probably recognize a lot of the actors in it though. I wonder if, I wonder if that's available. Uh, you know, the BBC player that they were talking about. I wonder if, if how <laughs> accessible it is. Episode. I mean, recently I, I tried to get in, I, you know, I, I watched the Dark Shadows movies, uh, because it seems so overwhelming to me, in, intimidating to, to go back and watch the entire soap opera. And that only lasted, I think, five or six years. This soap opera has lasted, you know, a lot longer than that. And, uh, um, and I know that like episodes of Dark Shadows don't exist anymore. Um, so that that's spotty and trying to rewatch that from the beginning. But there's like two thousand episodes of that, I think. Um because that end that 
that aired daily, which I don't think EastEnders did. I think it was just a weekly show. Looks I like think. EastEnders is on BritBox. Wow. Yep. I think I like from the beginning. It's on BritBox, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, anybody who's been interested in England should be familiar with the EastEnders, even if you've not been able to watch it here, because it's just been around. And it's been one of the, like I said, one of the most popular things the BBC has ever done uh, for the last, uh, what is that, 40 years now, almost? Yeah. So, and and look, we're, we're this wasn't like a serious crossover. This was no. one of those oh, children no, in need no. charity events, which, you know, I mean, it's sort of like uh, here in the States when, when the public television stations would do pledge drives and they do their kind of like, things that mix stuff together and they have fun and all that kind of stuff. And that's, that's exactly what this is supposed to be. Um, and in that, in that rain or in that, you know, in that, with that framing device, I think that this is, there's a lot of fun to be had in this. Uh, certainly since there was no Dr. Who at this time, uh, it, it was probably pretty amazing to see all these people and all these people taking part in this, I think it's really like amazing. And it just shows you like, yeah, I mean, for a regular anniversary, if people want to get paid, it's really hard to budget that and get everybody together. But if you're doing something for charity, look how many people show up. I think, I think that's pretty amazing actually. Mm -hmm. No, I agree with that completely. And, you know, we have to think about it. This is two years before the Dr. Who movie. And so Doctor Who truly was in limbo at this time. Yeah. There was no, and for all these actors to come back to do this. Yeah. For just like, in some cases, just like for 30 seconds of time. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. much so. Yeah, I saw a quote from Sophie saying that she felt really great filming this, and she was, it felt to her like they were starting a new season. <laughs> well, she's in most. She's in a lot of this. Yeah, yeah. she's in. She's in most of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's probably got uh, for the companion. She's probably got the most uh, FaceTime. Mm -hmm. Very much so, and she got to act with different doctors too, which was nice. It yeah. just some. Well, this wasn't her and Sylvester. She even got to try on a new jacket. That's true. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it's a vehicle for cameos. <laughs> that that's what it is, and you can yes. enjoy it on that level. You know, you can just sit back and, and you know, especially if you if you were this back in nineteen ninety three. It's been four years since you've seen Doctor Who, and you're just desperate for anything Doctor Who. I mean, I'm sure it was a lot of fun. I mean, the story is garbage, if you can even call it a story. Um, hey, for it, John Nathan Turner. It's not terrible. Oh, yeah, I beg to differ. <laughs> I was going to say it's terrible For because him? it's John Nathan Turner. Well, that, that <laughs> look, look, we, were, we just spent the first like part of the show bashing Chibnall. Now it's time to start. Yes, now we're starting our John Nathan Turner. Here's like, the Chibnall and, of the classic era. <laughs> yeah, and he's not he's not one of my favorites. And so, uh, and I will, I will actually point out to you guys, or at least in my opinion, uh oh. This is the best Ronnie story that's ever been done. <laughs> I agree. Well, that, I, agree. I agree with that. <laughs> Kate, was, Kate was great as the Ronnie. I agree with that. Not a high bar by <laughs> any means. <laughs> but I actually really like the Ronnie in this. <laughs> Ronnie was not bad, I will say that. Um it was fun though seeing, you know, you got to see Sarah, you got to see Tom as the doctor, but 
you know, for like 30 seconds. And you got to... Yeah, he, he doesn't do anything but like read from the script. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah he's, not, he's not showing up on set. Like he's, yeah, he's not, yeah, he can't be bothered. I think yeah. this was, what, about a year after he did the uh, special uh, special narration for Shada. For... Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, because for the longest time, he was, he was kind of like doing that, I am not, you know, like Nimoy yeah. with I am not Spock. He was like, I'm not doing anything related to Doctor Who at all. And this, you know, again, it's for charity. So not only does he show up, but he actually like wears the scarf. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you could tell he had cut his hair really, really short. Sure, sure. And it was like, oh, man, the curls are gone. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was interesting. For me, the standout, though, was Pertwee. He was amazing in this. Yes. I- yeah. I loved seeing him. He because in every scene he took control. He was eating up every scene. And yeah. At this time, he's the he's the oldest doldor. Yeah, the oldest actor that played the doctor, the earliest one incarnation. Mm-hmm. So it was neat seeing that, and you got you know you did get Victoria. You got you know you got Romana. You got Liz Shaw. Liz Shaw, which was awesome. I did. That was the one. She was. I was like, "Who is that?" I had to look that. I had to look her up afterwards and be like, "Oh, that was Liz." <laughs> I was like, "Wow." <laughs> and I don't uh, believe that Romana interacts with any of the doctors. No, no. She goes, gets pulled into the restaurant or the bar or whatever. Yeah, she gets pulled into the bar. Yes. After she's discovered in that garage or whatever it is. Exactly. Yeah. And one of the versions that I watched online didn't have the garage scene, which was strange. Really? That's weird. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, we should actually let people know that there's no official way to see this. You have to go online and see some, you know, some, some copy on YouTube or wherever. Um, you can see it. Um, it's not very long. It's only, there's two parts, but I think total, it's not even like 25 minutes. No, no. it's like 12 minutes. It's yeah, like 12 so minutes and then there's has, like 10 minutes of bonus material, like behind the scenes, like bloopers and stuff like that. Oh, I didn't see any of that. I did see like the intro, uh, the charity intro to, uh, this where, uh, at least in the first part, the intro is kind of cool. Cause John Pertwee takes part in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually shows up on on the on the stage on the sound stage to in, to help introduce this. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, first part, and this was shown in 3D. Uh, so they I, they made what's that? Sort of. So, it's sort it, of. It, the pull Fritsch effect is a an odd thing where you have to move the camera and it tricks. And if you cover one eye with a dark uh, a dark tint like a sunglass, and you move the camera, you your brain interprets it as 3D, but you don't need the glasses to watch it. Uh, this was a real big thing in the 90s. Uh, I saw several things done in this. I, As I was saying before we started, I got a copy of the, move, the John Wayne movie, Hondo, and I had to go out and buy the glasses for it. And then I recorded it on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've got some of those glasses just like that, that if somewhere in the house. 
and they would theoretically work even with this the grainy versions of it which are on uh, youtube mm-hmm. because it's, my understanding it's, 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 the, the, it's the it's the moving which causes it my understanding is that it's the the first time the doctor who's ever been in in quote unquote will do you will we'll use quotes 3d uh, how's that, uh, Kirby? And and the first time that um, television audience was able to affect the outcome or to take participate in a Doctor Who story because they, the first part you got to vote on uh, between two people to participate in the actual story. Uh, one was this uh, cute little girl. The other was a <laughs> was a dude. Like it's just like some like what is it called? Big Rob or something like that. Big Rob. Uh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, it was it's a weird choice. <laughs> I know it's like, and and I was shocked to see like in the second part that like, like the little girl won, but not by not by a huge margin. Uh, no, it's almost split. If, yeah, I don't know if uh, Rob was uh, was somebody that uh, people knew were familiar with or or what but uh big runs well, they were, weren't they both from eastenders yeah they're they're both from eastenders oh gotcha That's... gotcha gotcha so i thought they were just like random people who wanted sweepstake or something no no uh, i think they were both from eastenders gotcha well that makes a little bit more sense yeah but it still was a weird choice <laughs> as uh my understanding is that they actually even though um the the little girl won uh that uh Big Ron's scene was filmed. Yeah. Um, yes. But um, we I didn't that in see the bloopers. That. You saw that in the bloopers? I, yeah. yeah, I didn't see that. Oh, I didn't see that. I, I, yeah. I watched did he do? Did he do the exact same thing? Oh, where he was going after the Ronnie and she put yeah. her in the gun? Did he, did, he, did, did he punch her in the head? No, he ran away. <laughs> it would have been fun to see that, though. You know? Well, not really. Yeah. Also, I, I I like the. I mean, Liz just went right after. Her. I was like, "Damn, Liz!" Yeah, I was like, "Go, Liz!" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wow, this is wow." That's that. She was a she's a companion of action. Yep. Well, you also got Nissa. You got Perry. You also got Mel. Yeah, you got Mel. You also got uh, Mike Yates of Unit. Oh, Mike Yates. Yeah. You got yeah, Be- yeah Betsy, and of course, you had the Brigadier. Of course. And Susan. And Susan. And Susan. You're not the doctor. Where's my grandfather? And she was just ripping annoying in that as ever. Well, I think that was her thing. I mean, I I think they did that on purpose to all of a sudden she's like yelling, Ian, Barbara. (laughs) (laughs) Grandfather. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were trying to like parody the Oh, and then yeah. they took any costume from Doctor Who they could find and put them in the upper levels of that apartment flat. And you know, sticking their heads out the window and going, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of creatures that show up here, and I must admit, I did not recognize all of them. Um, and uh, and there are there are Cybermen in this, or at least there is a Cyberman. There are no Daleks in this. No, there was supposed to be, but they uh, the they, probably couldn't they didn't have the rights. Yeah, yeah Terry Nation, Nation wouldn't yeah. wouldn't take the money. Yeah, they didn't he probably, offer yeah. enough He's money. Like, what? You want me to do something for free for charity? I don't know what that is. Hell, it was the first time since the third Doctor's era you got to see the Ogrons. You know, so it was just like, <laughs> yeah, it was like wow. So yeah, there was just there was every they tried to throw anyone they can get hold of. I'm surprised. I was really, really surprised we didn't see Fraser Hines in this. Uh, he was busy. 
Ah. <laughs> he uh he was working on uh Emmerdale. Ah, gotcha. Because that would have been great to see Jamie. Yeah. But, you know, got to love also those wax heads of the first and second. <laughs> the twirling <laughs> heads. Oh, those creepy. Yeah. <laughs> At first I thought they were computer generated, but no, they're, they've sculpted those. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, they were yeah. wax, wax figures. It was just yeah. like, oh, those are bad. Those are. Yeah, they were really bad. So it was, it was interesting. And I loved how, you know, the different eras. It was, you know, they had, you know, it was started in 19, it was 1963, 1973, 83, and it was just went, actually, I think it started in 73, 93, and 2013. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what happened in 2013. Hmm. You saw, you know, and it's funny, too, because you saw when it was supposed to be the future, you saw like a monorail going behind them. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, that's the future. Now, I I really don't know the EastEnders well enough to know. I know that there's a dozen characters and actors from EastEnders in this. I have no idea if they were current or if they pulled some from you know. I mean, if they you know if they pulled some from like the 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 first runs of the show or what first few seasons or whatever. So I have no idea. None of them were that familiar to me. And two two of the companions uh, later would be regulars on EastEnders. Uh, oh, wow. Samson would be on in from ninety eight to two thousand, and Bonnie Langford from twenty fifteen to twenty eighteen. Oh, I wow. know that. Oh. Yeah, we forgot we did get we did get Olila too. Oh, well, that's yeah. right. Sorry, Leela. We did not mean to forget you. And, uh, and that and... terrible costume, but she she. Even though she had, she took home her original Leela costume, but she didn't uh, want to wear it because it was so revealing. So they gave her this like Hiawatha costume that was terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. And, uh, I also read that it's the, it's the only time she's been barefoot other than when she uh, swam in the swimming pool in the one episode. Really? <laughs> okay. Well, okay. I didn't even realize she was barefoot in this. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, when she's running uh, around at the uh, Prime Meridian. Yeah, I didn't even notice. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. It was interesting, though. We also, you know, Sarah Jane, when her, like, 30 seconds in there, she was wearing the uh, red-striped overalls. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <she was>. yes. <laughs> Andy Payne, Pandy thing. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like, I expected her to say out, you know, what? Aldred must live or something. Aldred. Yeah. Aldred must live. She's holding the hand. <laughs> but, but yeah, it it was it was fun, but you couldn't take it seriously. So No. Yeah. The, 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 the story makes no sense. Even for Nathan Turner, it's 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 yeah, it's, it's crazy, it's bad. It's a the you know, it's just an excuse to, you know, it's basically they just throw in words like time and time jumps and this that and the other thing and it has no real you know plot or resolution to speak of um you know the first part they're talking about being stuck in some sort of time loop and then the other the second part they're talking about clones and you're like what is happening oh i know (laughs) yeah yeah it it was terrible yeah it it is terrible but i i don't somehow ramana is being cloned 
and that made her that got another got, time lord brain in the, the time stream ronnie's tardis something it's weird yeah, yeah. It, it didn't yeah. make any sense at all yeah it, but it doesn't need to i mean sure it would have been nice if it did but you know it doesn't need to i mean it for what this is uh like mary said this is just a, a parade of cameos um of 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 the actors and the characters um so that's that's what makes it nice it's not just the actors showing up on a stage or sitting around or whatever it's i mean they're all in character and and they're switching up companions with doctors which is an interesting thing that we didn't we've never really seen you know it's the only time that the brigadier meets six yeah yeah Yeah. i I was thinking about that too i was like wow he knows who he is how does he you know but because he's the brigadier duh well of course yeah Yeah. and sylvester was sylvester because he was awesome it was great seeing him Playing uh, Syrian, I believe his name is, the Ronnie's companion, uh, is a very, very young Sam West who uh, people might recognize if they uh, if they are watching All Creatures Great and Small. He is Siegfried. Yes, he is. Uh, he is. Uh, so he's a very, very, very young, boyish Siegfried. <laughs> you know who his mother is? Yes. Uh, his mother is, well... He's got two celebrity parents. Uh, I know that much. Uh, his mother and is Brunella Scales. Uh, uh, from uh, uh, Faulty Towers. Faulty Towers, right. Yeah. Yes. And a yeah, bunch of other can... things. <laughs> I was yeah, yeah. Up on my other screen where I've got the Dimensions of Time playing uh, with sound off. They just had the call-in numbers displayed. And the price to call in was odd it was 36 pence hmm. per minute why 36 <laughs> <laughs> who knows uh they did raise over a hundred thousand pounds right, right. for children in need though so that's that's pretty amazing yeah uh, and that's what it was really for so. exactly uh, yeah uh by the way um yeah i just looked it up samuel west's father was timothy west who's a voice actor who's done a lot of doctor who big finish mm-hmm. He's also done EastEnders, West End, you know, it's a lot of interesting stuff he's done, which is pretty cool. Yeah, if if people look up uh, Timothy West, they'll see, you know, if they see his his face, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. Oh, yeah, I mean, we he's know been that guy. In a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. He plays villains really, really well. Yeah. Still. Don't we all in some way? So. <laughs> no. So. <laughs> It's interesting, too, because it's, you know, it was fun to see. I loved when they put the Cyberman and the Time Lord behind the circle things in, in the Ronnie's. <laughs> oh, story. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, they get those are used for storage? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Where else would you keep them? <laughs> exactly. It's not like they have extra rooms in a TARDIS or something. <laughs> I, I have to believe that for people like in the production office um, and it was probably just a bunch of interns that got assigned this stuff. But I mean, they must've had a lot of fun going through the archives and the warehouses and digging up the TARDIS set and, uh, and the costumes and the, and the makeup and, and, and all that stuff. It must've been just amazing to, and I bet it was disorganized as hell. I bet they wasn't like, Oh, well we have all the doctor who stuff right here. No, it was more like, um, is this from doctor who is this from something else? We don't know. Like, <laughs> that's the um 
console, which is in the Ronnie's TARDIS, is a fan-made one because they destroyed the original one by this point. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, that also explains it because even um, Sylvester's TARDIS in the Doctor Who movie was different. They had a completely different console. Oh, by the way, the name Syrian uh, for that for the Ronnie's companion is uh-huh. an edited version of the pronunciation of Sir Ian because they were going to they were hoping Ian McKellen would be in uh, Sir Ian. I am. Uh, gotcha. That makes total sense. So very cool. Very cool. We're not going to rate this, folks. We couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. There's no point. No, yeah. there's no point. Well, but I, I will say it's fun. Um, it's only like 20 minutes. Check it out online. Like, it's there, you know. Um, if you can't find it, like, ask us, like, through Messenger or whatever. We'll send you a link to the one that we saw or whatever, the version that we saw. Because it, it, it's just a fun little thing. Yeah, it's easy to find on YouTube. There's a bunch of different versions. Yeah, just put in uh, dimensions and time. And, yeah. yeah, I'll tell you one thing. I like this better than Orphan Fifty Five. Oh my Low god, bar, that is Low yeah. Bar. It doesn't get much lower than wow. that. Wow, Kirby. <laughs> I mean, wow. that's that's the tagline: dimensions and time better than Orphan Fifty Five. <laughs> Oh, I'm not looking forward to talking about that again when we get around to it on the 20 megabytes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember when you guys and I talked about it. Oh. Of uh, of course, it wouldn't be Doctor Who, and we wouldn't be Doctor Who fans if we weren't, you know, if there wasn't that discussion of whether or not this is canon. Oh jeez. No. No. <laughs> no. And and uh I will say that this is referenced in other Doctor Who universe mythos. In fact, in a um one of the the sketches, uh I don't think it's actually in an episode, but one of the sketches that they did with the eleventh Doctor when they did those mini episodes, uh they actually refer to uh to this uh to him uh visiting albert square um and uh and i guess in one of the novels the first frontier uh the doctor dismisses this story as having been nothing more than a bad dream <laughs> that <he has. laughs> so maybe he visited uh the square at a different time and we'll just Consider that, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, you know, Stephen Stephen's not going to let anything go. Like nothing gets through the cracks. Like everything counts, or nothing counts. You know, like it, it's one of those things. It's crazy, but it's fun. it's what makes it fun. I think mm-hmm. I agree completely. It it was fun. It's a no brainer. It's twenty minutes of your time. It's not like it's a six part episode of the old series where they're just running through halls half the no. time. Or a six-part John Nathan Turner episode, you know, so written by yeah. Pip and Jang. But... <laughs> and it's and it's a it's a and it's a and it's a celebration, really, it, it, of was... of everything that had come before and people who were part of it. Um, yeah, I think that's one of the. It's sort of like a very very short condensed version of 
the five doctors because that you know that story doesn't make really a lot of sense either but it's a really nice excuse to have all these cameos and these characters acting interacting love the five doctors though (laughs) Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, I, 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 yeah. I mean, the five doctors is way better than this, <laughs> Yeah. but, um, but I mean, really, I mean, if you don't, yeah. I mean, if you take the five doctors pretty seriously, it, 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 it knows a lot of it that doesn't work. Um, but it is fun and just like this is. So I, that's what anniversaries should be, you know, and, it, and we're, and if they're written well, like the one that we're going to review next, I think, right. Um, is, is it, it's even, it's even more, like of a treat it's magical yeah you could say so definitely so that's going to be it for this episode thank you everybody for joining us of course you know we're getting closer to the 60th anniversary folks it's going to be a ton of fun and we couldn't do this without you please please write us feedback at our station who.com it's the best way to get in touch with us or through facebook um we're actually going to be leaving twitter we're or X, as they like to call it. We don't want to have to deal with the that. social media that shall not be named. Exactly. Yeah. The 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 site formerly known as Twitter. That's that. So yeah, we're going to be leaving that. I think um, most of the ESO network shows that I produce are going to be leaving it. You know, it's it's a train wreck, and it's just you know, it's the MySpace of 2023, as we like to say. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know myspace is still around folks yeah it's, i did not have a clue about that till recently i was on myspace because i wasn't a student and couldn't get on facebook hmm, good point oh i think most of us were on myspace at one point so you know it's craziness but yeah so find us facebook or instagram uh we're going to be starting in it probably in our station who instagram up and so that way we can put Dr. Who's pictures and stuff like that and share it with you guys. So definitely look for it soon when I have five minutes to spend to try to yeah, really. find the time to do it. So it's going to be very interesting with what's going on, folks. But we'll be back in a couple of weeks to talk about the 50th anniversary special. And, you know, because it's been 10 years. Has it aged well? Has it not? You know, or is it still cool? You know, we're going to be talking all about that. Always. Always, yes. yeah. That's not even a question. I know. Nope. So, and let's thank everyone for being here tonight. Kirby, thank you for, you know, stumbling this. You were like, when I asked you, do I really have to watch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's always fun to record with you guys. Oh, we love having you on the show, my friend. We definitely will. And we'll try to get you in for one of the specials. So that way we could find out what you think and anything. Okay, yeah. Um, Anything you want to promote? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, one of the co-hosts on the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast, and we are still plotting our way through uh, reviewing every single story from the beginning to we... Have you done this one yet? <laughs> no, and <laughs> we did not do this one. Uh, you said every single story! <laughs> it's not canon. It's not canon. <laughs> oh, Okay. Every single story that's canon. Yeah, we, uh, we are. Although we did do the um, the Mister Bean one. Uh, uh-huh. Curse oh, of Curse of Fatal Death. death. Curse yeah. of Fatal Death, because that that's fun. Uh, so we are going to be talking about uh, Nightmare in Silver, which I'm not looking forward to uh, this coming weekend. And Enjoy. <laughs> so we're yeah we're approaching about to talk about Day of the Doctor. Yep. 
You're getting very, very nice. close, actually. Yeah. Very cool. And, of course, let's thank our regulars. Mary, appreciate you as always. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Always awesome to talk with you guys. Anything you want to promote? You can find my artwork at maryogle.com or on Etsy at eVision Arts. Awesome. And, of course, Mr. Mike, we've made it through another one. We did, and as always, it's my pleasure. Appreciate you being here, my friend. Um, you've got Monsterama, actually, this weekend. You want to do a quick promotion? This will come out the night of. The night of? Uh, yes. Well, if you just happen to be listening to this, uh, the weekend of the uh, 27th, 28th, and 29th of October, 2023, uh, come on over and uh, visit us at Monsterama. We are at uh, Peachtree Corners. There's a, uh, uh, I can't remember the hotel now, but um, it's uh it's there. Just go to monsteramacon.com and uh, find out more details. I'm uh, I'm in charge of the lit programming, so we have a lot of great panels, and there's a lot of great guests going to be there. It's going to be a fun weekend. It will be a fun weekend, and if you're into any kind of horror, it's the place to be if you're in the ATL. And Mike will be there for a bit on Saturday. I will be there for a little bit on Saturday. You know, I will make an appearance. My plans had canceled, so, you know, I got to go see my friends and everything at Monsterama. So it's very cool to do. You know, and not that they were a second choice, but this was <laughs> that's a whole different story. Not, not that you're a second choice, but you're a second choice. Yeah, well. <laughs> I keep forgetting about Monsterama and I, I, I've got plans this weekend, so I can't go. Aha. Uh-huh. So, all right, folks, we will see you all soon. Thank you for listening. You know, it's a crazy world out there, folks. And you know what? We, you know, we appreciate joining in and listening and, you know, getting excited about the 60th anniversary. We all are. And you know what? Doctor Who forever. Peace. And we are done. Bye. You have been listening to Earth Station Who, a bi-weekly pop culture podcast dedicated to all things Doctor Who, featuring talents from across the universe. All topics on the show are the sole opinions of the individual and are used for entertainment value alone. You subscribe to our podcast up on iTunes, Stitcher, or follow our blog at www.esopodcast.com. You can also follow us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Google+. If you enjoyed the show, please leave feedback up on iTunes. been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.